morning and welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for watching. Whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm so glad that you're starting your morning with me. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. You know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the importance of being led by the Spirit of God, sharing different wonderful things on how you can be led by the Spirit of God. As I was you know, preparing for these podcasts and thinking about it and just thinking in my heart, what should I share? It reminded me of a message I shared earlier this year. You know, sometimes on this podcast, I do throwbacks. This one's from earlier this year. You know, earlier this year, as I was kind of, uh, thinking about a message, you know, I was reading and studying and it something really popped out stood strong in my heart that the Holy Spirit is our strategist. And as you learn to follow his voice, you'll see there's a strategy for your life. As I shared in this message, you're, you are never supposed to live this life without a strategist. That's why Jesus gave you one. So listen to this clip and I'll be with you at the end. The Holy Spirit is a strategist. In the first 10 days of this devotional, we're learning more about our strategist. Because the thing is, if he's a strategist, but you don't know how to hear from him, how many know your strategy is not going to come through that clear? So you have to know your strategist and know, one, he's not an it. He's a person. As much as the father is a person, as much as the son is a person, Holy Spirit is a person. And he has a personality. There are things he likes, and there are things he doesn't like. There are things he thinks about, and there's information and plans he gives. But you have to know him for yourself. Too often, we just call other people for counsel advice. How often do we count other people? It's like, oh, what should I do? Let me call so-and-so. Let me text so-and-so. Let me post on social media. What do y'all think? But how often do we turn to our strategist? who was sent to us to give us strategy, advice, and plans. How often do we actually turn to him? Or we say, oh, that's too big, or that's too small, or... You know, here's something else we'll cover in one of the devotional days. We just turn to our go-to. We'll talk about this this week. We'll talk about 2 Samuel chapter 5, how David inquired of the Lord, and then he went back and inquired again. See, he inquired of the Lord the first time, and the Lord told him what to do. Now, most of us would go, well, if the Lord told me to do that last time this problem happened, I'm just going to go to my go-to. If he said it last time, I'm just automatically going to do it again. And we would have missed it. It would have been as effective. Because when David went back to him and inquired or asked, what should I do? The Lord said, yes, go against him, but this is how I want you to do it this time. And a lot of times, remember, we're talking about battle strategies from heaven. A lot of us have our favorite strategy. We have our favorite weapon. We have our go-to. Oh, this happened. I'm just going to plead the blood, and I'm going to throw anointing oil all over my house. That's a good strategy if that's the one you're supposed to use in that moment. Well, I'm just going to pray in tongues extra today. That's a great strategy if that's the one you're supposed to use that day. But too often, we go to our go-to. Well, this strategy worked last year. So I'm going to just do it again. Why don't you go to your strategist and say, is this what you want me to do again? Or is there something you want me to do now? Too many people are still by the brook when the strategist said, go to Zarephath. Well, the brook's provided my needs. Well, the brook is dry. Well, I'm going to speak to the brook. 
I'm going to shout and dance around the brook. I'm going to anoint the brook with oil. Of course the brook is coming back. What if it doesn't? Because your strategist told you to leave the brook and go to Zarephath. We can't just be confident in our go-to. Too often we put more faith in the instrument of our deliverance than the deliverer himself. Too often we put more faith in the instrument of our deliverance than the deliverer himself. There's a story in the Old Testament when they needed a miracle. And the word came through the man of God says, go and dig ditches in the valley. Didn't make much sense. But they obeyed the word of the man of God. And then water came out of nowhere and filled those ditches. And when the sun reflected on it through a miracle and other things, the enemy thought they had the advantage. Of course, the enemy lost. And it was a supernatural miracle of God. But what would happen, you would think it's crazy, if they went and started worshiping the shovel. Well, see, if it wasn't for the shovel, there would be no hole. The shovel gave me the miracle. You think, that is crazy. The shovel did not give you the miracle. It was just an instrument in your deliverance. But too often in the church, we worship the instrument of the deliverance instead of the deliverer. We go to our go-to instead of going to the strategist. We have more faith in our ability than his grace. We have a strategist. We must consult him. We must inquire of him. We must ask him, hey, what should I do about this? Instead of getting caught up in the trends. You consult him even when it comes to financial things. Looking at my stock app, should I buy today? Should I sell? Ooh, a lot of people are selling right now. Should I join? Should I wait? Oh, the Holy Ghost can't talk to you about that stuff. Why can't he? He's my strategist. Sent to lead me into all truth. Go to John 14. You have a strategist. As we'll cover in this devotional, are there some areas of your life you're clueless about because you haven't inquired of your strategist? You've asked everybody else but him. John 14. Let's go to John 14. John 14. We'll start with verse 16. John 14, verse 16. By the way, if you want to follow along with me my notes in the YouVersion Bible app. John 14, verse 16. It says, and I will pray the Father, and he'll give you another comforter. Pause. Another. So who was their comforter up to this point? Jesus. He was their comforter. When he was born, he was called the consolation or the comforter of Israel. And Jesus said, I'm going to give you another comforter, one just like me. Too often we've said, man, wouldn't it have been wonderful to see Jesus when he walked the earth? How many have said that? It would have been awesome to live in the times of Jesus, not because we you know, don't want air conditioning or Wi-Fi or all the other creature comforts we've grown to love and need and appreciate. I am so thankful for air conditioning and Wi-Fi. Thank you. Don't look at me like that. You're thankful for it, too. I remember Dad Hager would say, I, he says, I believe in two things, Jesus and air conditioning. 
And we say, well, wouldn't it be so awesome to walk the earth and see Jesus do what he did? Oh, what would my life would be like if I could spend those three years with Jesus? Would I be further in my life? Would I make better decisions? You need to stop talking like that. Because Jesus sent you another comforter and the same quality of himself. As we'll get to in a moment, he said, it's better that I go. Because if I don't go, the comforter won't come to you. The comforter was sent to you to be as much of a guide and helper as Jesus was to those disciples. To be as real to you as Jesus was to the disciples that walked with him. He wasn't sent to be some mysterious figure you just hear from every once in a while. That all of a sudden, if you went to church on the right day, the comforter fell on you and you felt him. But you didn't experience him for another 10 years. That's not what he was sent to do. He was sent to be as real to you as Jesus was to those disciples. And that's what's available to you today. This word comforter in the Amplified Classic Edition, it says, the comforter, the counselor, there's that strategist again, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby. This Greek word is so rich, it breaks it down, saying the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby. Another translation is the companion. Another translation said, I shall ask the Father to give you someone else to stand by you, to be with you always. Come on, you know they had a certain level of boldness because Jesus was right there. They could talk big because Jesus was right there. One of the biggest talkers was Peter himself. Jesus is right there. He can talk big. Another translation says, I will talk to the Father and he'll provide you another friend. Notice this last part, so that you will always have someone with you. That you will always, always, always have someone with you. Not just your spiritual days when you think I've prayed enough and he's with me. Always on your worst days, the hot mess days, your ratchet days, he got somebody with you. that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not. Neither knows him, but you know him. How did they know him? She said, for he dwells with you. They got used to the comforter because they knew the comforter flowing from Jesus. Because the scripture said the comforter, the counselor, the Holy Spirit would rest on Jesus. So they thought they were just getting to know Jesus. But they're also at the same time getting to know the comforter. She said, you already know him because he's been with me. And now next, he's going to live on the inside of you. I will not leave you comfortless. This, comfort word, this word comfortless means I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm not leaving you out there by yourself. It also means I'm not leaving you bereft of a teacher, of a guide, of a guardian. I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving you without a guardian. I'm not leaving you without a teacher. And I'm not leaving you without a guide. 
You're not in this by yourself. I'm sending you another comforter so that he'll be with you forever. I'm sending you a counselor. I'm sending you a strategist. I'm sending you a helper, a companion, a friend, a standby, a strengthener, an advocate. I'm sending him to you. Verse 26 says, but the comforter who is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you. What things? Spiritual things. Bible things. Just super deep things. All things. All things. Hey, I'm going to stop that clip right there. We'll continue more later. If you want to watch the full message, you can find it on our Faith Plus app. The series is called Battle Strategies from Heaven. You can see the full series on the Faith Plus app, or you can also download the devotional I wrote concerning this. It's available on Amazon. Go to Amazon, type in my name, Carrick Butler, or type in Battle Strategies from Heaven. You'll be able to find that devotional and learn how to have the Holy Spirit as your strategist as well as strategies God has for your everyday life so that you can have victory. Have a great day. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. God bless.